What up, baby? Big dog. How you feeling? Um, big dog is feeling pretty well. How are you? Um, I'm also feeling pretty well. Um, you know, same old, same feeling old. Feeling a little, little stressed, a little rushed for time today. Me too, bro. Well, we have to be done by five o'clock to join Decatur Dan to watch Jeezy versus Gucci. So you know, we got everything got moved up. Yeah, you know? five p.m. PST today. If you're if you're listening to this, then the then the Jeezy and Gucci main versus battle already completed. I don't think anyone really thinks uh, Young Jeezy is going to win this battle. I actually I disagree. <laughs> oh, okay, please. No, no, I th- I mean I am team Guwop, no question. Mm-hmm, um but mm-hmm. but I mean I I think that as far as actual hits go, Jeezy has probably flirted with the charts much more than than Gucci. Well, you know, that that really depends on your definition of a quote-unquote actual hit because that doesn't necessarily mean anything on the verses. I mean, I've also never watched a verses in my entire life, so I, d- <laughs> so I don't know. But you know, there's there's certain you know songs that are maybe a a classic in the hood or a fan favorite or something like that to where a traditional, you know, whatever oh, no, no, chart topping radio success hit would be. That's all true, but I mean, Jeezy has like. I don't know. I I mean I I don't. So what? So Vegas odds? Not Vegas odds, but let's let's say we're doing you know just a percentage. Um, you know who who? who well, what, I also, what's the know, over under sitting at? I've probably watched maybe ten minutes total of verses throughout its reign of terror during this pandemic, and don't I don't come for Swizzy like that. I don't know. Showtime. I don't know. Uh, I don't actually know what the criteria for winning is. Like, I don't know how one wins versus loses. Yeah, I don't even know if there is a crowned victory, yeah, but I, I think it's I kinda... more of like a people's choice. Like, they battle yeah, it yeah, out, yeah. and then the internet sort of makes the decision yeah. themselves. Well, if that's the case, then, which I do think you might be right about that, then I would say Gucci will probably win because he's such a beloved figure. Um, and Yeah, and that's kind of the a, problem is, it, like, it really is, you know... It's it's more or less, it's a it's a popularity contest at the end of the day unless somebody does like a massive fuck up like if if Gucci like it's basically it's his verses to lose as they say yeah yeah as they say as <laughs> t- as t- as Timberland and Swizz Beats only say um, but he has he's gonna I, have to do something real bad to fuck up yeah. otherwise do you, you know, think people Gucci, really want to crown the, do you the think Gucci, Gucci could walk in and shoot Jeezy? Before it even starts, mm. in, a, in, is, in a perfect world, a in a perfect world, that that is exactly what would go down. I mean, hopefully, a non-fatal wound. I know. I mean, they obviously have beef because, like, one someone from someone's friendship circle murdered another person from their friendship circle. Is that what happened? Yes, after they had a song out, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like they had, you know, they had a song that was a pretty big hit. That's the question. Who's playing that song? Over the years. Who's playing that song though? Who's playing who's playing the collaboration that got somebody killed to try to win an internet battle? I mean, I the per, the only person who's going to lose that battle is the is the family of the person whose life was taken away. Um Damn. all right. All right, Jason. All not, right. Jason. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to sound such a so narky uh, at all but it, it is it, it is bizarre and 
you know, if somebody killed my friend, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't not be doing a Instagram live music challenge with them. I would literally not even enter the same room as them. Well, Jason, it's, a, it's a bizarre I think, thing. I, I well, I it is and it isn't. I think that we obviously can't relate because, you know, we're not from the streets. We have no understanding of that lifestyle beyond uh listening to the music and thinking we understand it. Uh, so I, I think maybe it's it's possible that it's just kind of like it's been so long. That's what happens. Like, let's do this because getting money is always the goal. Okay. Okay. So the 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 hood statue of limitations has ex, ex, possibly expired. Well, again, but, you I'm know, sure I mean, I'm just saying where I'm from, Chris, we don't forgive and we don't forget. <laughs> yeah, where you're where you're from. Where, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't for, we don't forgive and we don't forget where the nearest location of Wahoo's Fish Tacos is. <laughs> yeah, I was about we to don't say. forgive <laughs> and forget the catalog of Sublime 311 <gasps> or the Cottonmouth uh, Kings. <laughs> what time high tide is during the month of August? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I understand. Yeah, there's um, a certain certain code of ethics and we, conduct <laughs> that we live by. And I don't know how they do that in wherever atl atlanta is i guess they got music there too but it's kind of zone uh, six, the code zone of the six, streets is different up. in zone six of huntington beach bitch there i wish there was a zone six of huntington beach yeah there is uh, it, it, it's it's actually tower six the lifeguard tower six that's where oh, that's where you get like a nice tasty right hander three foot three footer right hander <laughs> Woo! Zone, zone, zone six yeah, that's bitch. funny that's funny. I like that. But yeah, we're going to watch that. And Dan's making uh, 50 piece uh, lemon pepper wings and fries on the big green egg for you guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, to, to rein in and celebrate this battle of ATL, he's, he's going to go ahead and, and cook up a light 50 piece lemon pepper. <laughs> and I, I, I was going to, I'm glad that we have a few moments to chat before our, our guest today comes on, even though he, I know he is a lover of food. This is more of a Chris specific question. You know, if you if you were to be invited to a lemon pepper wing activation such as this and you were instructed to bring a side dish, what what is your wing side dish if I were, you know, if this was going down at American Deli in Atlanta? I mean, I haven't eaten wings in 25 years probably, but I would say fry I don't know. I feel like fries is the only side, really? Like I don't uh, know what Like like mac and cheese, green, mm. you know, like biscuit, like uh, there's there's lots of different wing sides. I, I mean, biscuits is uh, biscuits, fries and wings together in a meal is diabolical, but I do think <laughs> that sounds pretty The thought cool. of biscuit and fry together is making your white little head spin. Is that what's going on? It, it, it's making my my caloric intake hurt. Right, um, right, right. You you, but fe- I you felt th- that in the I mean, in the arterials. I I think um I I feel like maybe a mac and cheese would be the most complimentary. Mm. That that seems like the most like crowd pleaser. All right. Do you want me to pull up with the Amy's vegan mac and cheese for you, Chris? No, no. I'll be ordering my own meal tonight. I don't. I. I. Whenever I go to Dan's, you know house, that reminds know- me, actually, Chris. You you've been talking about Sakara Life, but you know, I, I I went to your Sakara Life backslash Chris Black, and they didn't they, they didn't know you, fam. They didn't. No, I'm, I got a, I got a I'm, URL four hundred four error code. No, I've I've secured the Sakara life for when I depart Los Angeles and have more fridge space to store it. That was my mm. issue. 
Okay, you wiggled because out of that one. That was a good good save. Chris. I keep I keep the I keep the Villa Carlotta mini fridge stuffed to the gills with cold brew and uh, sparkling right, water. Right, there's right. No room so, for food. so there's there's you're simply at full capacity. There's there's plenty of vacancy at the Villa Carlotta, but not in your mini fridge, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not but unlike the think... Hotel California. Am I right, Chris? No. Exactly. You can you, check you... in, but you can never leave. <laughs> You can check out, but you never leave. But yeah, sure. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I haven't decided because I already had M Cafe this week, so I don't know. I'll have to switch it up. Oh, damn. Well, it looks like we have ourselves a bit of a... Uh, we're the dilly of a pickle, as they would say, Chris. What we will are. Big CB scarf down? What what sad, cold, tofu-based <laughs> meal will, will line his withering stomach lining with? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care because few, food for me, Jason, is fuel, and for you, it is life, and that is the difference between you and mm. I. That's why we're the the yin and yang of podcast hosts. Yes, yes, yes. You, I put the life in Sakara life, and you put the Sakara in Sakara life. I'm assuming yeah, Sakara yeah. means like, um, not fatty. I don't know. What? Yeah. Do you know what Sakara means? Uh, it seems like it could be a made-up word, to mm. be honest, which I, I think is a smart brand play for them. Not on, not uh, unlike the uh, the coconut mana is that's definitely yes. a made-up thing. Yeah, I, I was I know when I was I I thought I, as many times as I've read that word, I I was always like, am I just is this something I'm just not aware of yet? Um, but then I checked in with my source and and um, which is you, and you're saying it's it's not real. Yeah, sources tell. Yeah, I mean there I do make a reference to coconut mana, and I have I, I guess if you're listening to this today, Friday. Let, let, let's let's drop it, Jason. Let's just drop it. Let's drop it. All right um it should i mean unless something terrible happens in the next 24 hours um you should be able to read the grub street diet featuring jason stewart um on shelves today and guys i've had a little preview and it's as good as you think it's going to be you know my, (laughs) my man my man really blacked out in the booth he's sick with the pen not unlike joe budden and the rhymes Mm -hmm. are are hot they are hot yeah, and, um, and also much like Joe Budden, I'm just currently in 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 blazed in a legal battle with my editors, just trying to you know <laughs> see what's going to end up end up hitting the shelves and what's going to end up on the uh, on the cutting room floor. But you know that that's that's uh, something that I'm treading lightly as an amateur in the New York elite media world. Yeah, I mean, I I love to see you um, flirting with the big leagues. Um, it, it it warms my heart for sure. Yeah, it but was. No, it's it was making me read this. Fun. It was making me remember. It made me remember a, a piece that um, that girl Leah Finnegan wrote on the outline, like com- complaining about how she hates that they're letting people from L.A. write Grub Street diets for New York Magazine. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like if she hates. Like, you know, like Seth Rogen talking about going to Cantor's or whatever. Wait till she fucking reads my bullshit. But so I, 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 I read that yesterday and had to make a little last minute addendum that unfortunately they also chose to edit out. I said, if you are from New York and you are reading and you have made it this far through this article, <laughs> I just want to let you know that I hate Sugarfish. <laughs> Which is a great, that's a, a perfect that- closing line and... They, they fucking is, cut it out. Well, Jason, unfortunately, you know, a lot of my jokes get cut out. It's just what happens, bro. Sometimes it doesn't fit the entire narrative. You know what I mean? And, and you, uh-huh. can't, you, can't, you can't go too, too attached to these sentences because they're all up for cutting. 
Yeah, luckily I smoke enough indica and sativa to forget that I even said them. So this time Perfect. tomorrow I won't even remember that cool little line. But I, you know, as a how long gone listener, you get a little peek behind the curtain, and I'll throw a few more softballs your way as the uh, as the minutes <laughs> progress today. Don't great, worry. thanks. And and we do we are doing a, a, our Twitch tomorrow, five p.m., eight p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know the vibes. Last uh, last Twitch before Thanksgiving, guys. So. <sighs> You know, yeah. hold on tight. Yeah, hold on tight. It's it's gonna it's gonna be. Luckily, there's no turkey talk. Um, you but, don't, you don't know that, Chris. <sighs> that's right. I guess I'm just trying to manifest no turkey talk. But like, we'll I be don't, doing. Do people, we'll be deep frying an entire bird throughout the course of the uh, sixty minute <laughs> do people, program. Do, pe- do people celebrate in, in the different planet of Malibu? Do they celebrate holidays there? Um, they do celebrate holidays, but I don't, I don't think they really care too much about Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's on their radar and if they do, then they're probably just, you know, ordering, they're probably having Saqqara for Thanksgiving. So sick. Yeah. I need to find out if Saqqara life is doing anything for Thanksgiving. I'm sure they're doing a Tofurky activation. Um, <laughs> we do have a, we do have a guest today, uh, James Stack, better known uh, as Jim E. Stack, uh, who is an old friend of Jason's, I believe. Um, yeah, Jimmy and I right? have known each other for a long time, grinding on the internet in the cool bro DJ remix world. He's uh, <laughs> he's been producing music of his own over the last few years, and he just released, I think it's his debut solo album. Um, uh, it's his second. It's his second album called Ephemera. Okay, it's his second album. My bad. And he's he's worked with some heavy hitters though. One of your favorites, Charlie XCX. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely love Charlie. Car- Car- Caroline Polachek, which we both love. Yeah, and um, and Big Bonnie Vare, baby. Big Bon, all the way from Wisconsin. <laughs> um, but yeah, his his new record is is available everywhere now. It features Empress of Bonnie Vare, Dijon. Uh, Aunt Clemens and Casey Hill. Mm. Um, give it a motherfucking spin. Anyway, let's give let's give Jim E a call um, and find out what it's like to make a remix. So yeah, how is uh, how is this podcast about you and your new album going so far, Jimmy? And so far, I'm loving We're it. Talking, honestly, <laughs> your manager jacking off, brightening, brightening, brightening my mood. Uh, where are you? Are you in LA? Yep. Yeah, my apartment in an undisclosed location. Are you? Yeah, are you? You're, but you're, you're East Side. You're downtown. You in Orange County? East side. Okay. It Where would be you? really cool if you said Orange County, but we'll we'll accept <laughs> we'll accept East Side uh, as a vague response. Yeah, we've been noticing lately that our guests have been a little, little, a little more tight lipped about apprehensive ab- about yeah, yeah, a little, a little cock shy about divulging the neighborhood that they <laughs> live address. in. Their address. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> not not their exact address, but you know, like like we had Rostam on last week, and like. I could barely get that guy to say he lived in California. He was like, oh, I don't. I'm like, dog, you ain't you ain't Mike you, you ain't Michael Jordan." Like, our- <laughs> no, Rostam is so like not secretive is the wrong word. Just yeah, he, everything. I think undisclosed. he has. He, I think he has elusive kink. You know what I mean? He likes. He <laughs> yeah, wants, yeah, exactly. He wants you to wonder where he's at, but he's but never going to tell you. I also though, I think if you start dealing with like real celebrities with insane fans, it can get really weird. Really, yeah, quick. yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, 
Like it can get really weird really quick. Like with people that we don't even realize are that famous, maybe even too. Just the stand culture has gotten really out of control. Yeah, dude, I, I know people who like whose siblings are like just absolutely like menaced by like fans of their of their siblings. And and these like, are people who are not. And it's it's not like Ariana Grande's sister or something. It's like somebody a little bit more on planet Earth. No, I guess it's kind of up there, but still. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, nice but flex. He, but even, they're really but even famous so. Fam. They're really famous, fam. Don't get it twisted. I'm just I, saying, like, to be at the point where you're like, wow, I'm, I'm so, like, you're so sick. I'm going to go, like, burglarize your sister's home <laughs> or something. I like your like, movie. That's so how much I love your <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna rob your sister to prove how much I love your acting. <laughs> yeah, I mean practically. Cool. All right, so so you don't have any like animals of yours that have been ceremonially sacrificed in the backyard or anything like that. You're you're good money. No, so far. dude, only only my fucking my bonsai mysteriously died. It was doing fine, and then like, are you gonna blame this I on the know, fans? You know, I know I you so. weren't pruning someone, the way you should have been pruning. Someone snuck in and poisoned it. I'm convinced because <laughs> it was it was doing fine and like literally just on a dime it turned and just started getting like brown and is basically dead now, like out of nowhere. Damn. Damn. I mean, you kind of have to wonder if it has something to do with the election. You know what I mean? Yeah, and all the the mass voter fraud. Yeah, yeah, your 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 bond that's going to come back to life when they recount the votes and Trump is free. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, this really? is all. Yeah, just watch this space closely. This is all part of the plan. Yeah, the bond I was DNC supposed plot. to. Die. It's a sign for all of us to watch. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it, it predicts. It's like a groundhog. You know, groundhog say it predicts. So what's so Jimmy, you're so you're in L.A. somewhere, and right now we're doing we're doing some press for the new album. How do you do? You like doing press and media shit like this? I mean, I guess not like this, but you know, no, like this. I'm already really enjoying. <laughs> honestly, no, just so this much. This is of it. cooler I mean, than I- like consequence of sound being like. What is? <laughs> what's your top three? How'd you come up with your name? <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, well, I was a stupid fucking 16 year old who like thought of a dumbass name. I've never thought of anything Bro, better. Since. Well, I mean, I do a I do a support group for people who have bad <laughs> DJ names. If you'd like to join. <laughs> Yes, uh, I uh, would. It's it's five p.m.s on Tuesdays yeah. in the basement. It's a church on, in Silver Lake. Yeah, I'll, we I'll meet at Cafe <laughs> Tropical. It's, it's, it's me and a lot. It's, it's me and Chet Faker and and Tom Cruise. We all link up. We, you know, my, <laughs> oh my if my girlfriend has time, she'll make some cookies or something like that, and we kind of get together and commiserate. It's interesting because yeah, it, it, the, co- the coffee is actually pretty good at this meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like better not, than it needs to be. You know, it's like a, a med- medium roast. Yeah, yeah, not a total surprise. <laughs> it, they they sometimes spring for the Starbucks holiday blend when they're feeling mm. flush. You know, like people, people will say, I, I mean, I think I've heard it before as well, but people will call your name, Jimmy stack, Jime stack. Is that a thing that yeah. happens? Okay. And, and people, we were talking about this a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode about people calling me the M jeans, <laughs> which, which we, I had never seen before, but art critic, Jerry Saltz called Jason that on Twitter. And then he told me that it's happened before. And I was stunned. Like, the I was stunned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the 
space capital M period jeans. I think I think maybe just the, those two words together in in sequential <sighs> order them and then jeans. Like if you're a white enough person that you can't even wrap your head around those two words being in the same sentence. So yeah, like, this must be a typo. Yeah, this must be a typo. So I need to know what the M means in this in this sentence. It's fucked up. <laughs> but but you are not Jimmy. You're not Jime Stack. You're Jimmy Stack. And I probably I mean yeah. Call me whatever you want. To be honest, to be honest, <laughs> call me what you honest. want. A poet, a creator, <laughs> a musician. I mean, to be am honest, I more than that, maybe. To be yeah. To be honest, creative juggernaut. I think that mm-hmm, the. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Jim E. Stack is cool. Like yeah, I Jimmy like Stack it. is a good name. I like the way it looks. Do you it's regret cool. having that name, or are you okay with it now? No, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm fine with it. I just like thinking. I think like in high school, I was like, "Oh, what's like a what?" Because that's when I started producing music and stuff, and I was like, "What's like a, a cool name or like stuff?" And <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I was even trying to think of. There's like some, there was like some house producer like hippie like h-i-p-p hyphen e and i was like well that's like funny i guess <laughs> you will i don't know jimmy you are correct <laughs> i think i i remember seeing you burst onto the internet you know when probably when you were just a, a little young boy and i yeah i think like that um that asap rocky remix was maybe the first yep. time was that the first thing that kind of blew up for you yeah, dude, just in my uh, in my dorm room at Loyola, New Orleans. Wow. What, what, what is the? I'm sorry, guys. I'm not from the EDM community. What remix was it? <laughs> he d- he did a remix. Uh, was it purple purple swag? Yeah, like yeah, uh, a bootleg actually. It was, a bootleg. <laughs> it, it, was it was an unofficial offering that he gave. Do you, to guys, re- do you guys remember how that that shit was so good? It's it's actually insane how bad ASAP Rocky has gotten over the years because that for. <laughs> That it's, it's insane how good that first mixtape is. It's so, yeah. so and, it was uh, such I mean, a big literally deal. like even up until the last couple of years. Like how long ago did you make that? Like, I mean, that was like ten years ago. Or something? Like, um, yeah, almost 2011, I think. So that was almost ten years ago, and like, and I remember when that came out, and I was like, I don't know who Jimmy Stack is, but this is my kind of music. Like it was, it, it was everything <laughs> that I liked and I wanted, and I played the shit out of that remix. Or hell yeah, sorry, bootleg. And did you play the bootleg in the club, Jason? You saying you absolutely banged on your Zoom. no? I okay, played it in the club, club because Wherever it was possible. It was it was not only a bootleg, but it was a little bit of a hashtag DJ tool where it was kind of like <laughs> right. it was it would play like enough. It would sound like enough of the original song, so like a, a normal lay person in the club would be like, "All right, this is like a ASAP Rocky song that I know," and then yeah. it would go like second verse drop the bridge or something like that and then it would get into a, like a cool little jimmy stack shuffle kind of boom boom sound yes sir and then <laughs> is that a signature shuffle is that what we're talking about yeah he all he, all he my did was interpretation of a drop yeah okay, put okay. It that way. where's okay, the drop okay. you fucking pussy <laughs> no but he he put his he put his little swag swag sauce on it and it was the perfect amount of like subtle subtle bootleg and i still play it I mean, if I still if DJing was a thing that people did, I would still play it to yeah. this day. Absolutely. So that's yeah, that thing. It's so like funny that it was just such like a weird because it, it it was like maybe the, the funny thing was is it like wasn't like actually like legit like viral by today's standards or even it was yeah. just like you know 
but like like if you were i feel like into like you know music and on like fucking tumblr and shit in like 2011 it definitely mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, it turned, a, it turned your head <laughs> but it's funny because it like dude there's so just like so many like like random i i, I feel like like connections in or in my life or just people are like, Oh, like you did that, like such and such thing, like whatever, like, you know, now mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, like that's weird. You know that like all the like weird, like I'm not even talking like, Oh yeah, this led to like great creative opportunities <laughs> or anything. It's like literally just like the weird kind of like reconnections with people or people like drawing the line between like dots, like years later is just like, so like mm-hmm. insane to me. And even then, like, cause I, whatever I like put that on SoundCloud or something. And then like ASAP yams, like put it on their Tumblr. And then mm. like they were all like, like into, like into me and shit, like Rocky specifically. And I like was like 18, like whatever meeting him in New York and shit. When we both played the fader fart. <laughs> and, uh, did you, did he try then, to kiss you? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard some things about Rocky. That's all. Did you end up? Did you end up making any official music with the mob? No, I just. But I would. I just like hung out with them when I like moved to New York, like here and there. Honestly, the Jim, weirdest thing. Jim, did you drink lean with the mob? I'm trying to think. Probably. Did you? Did you no, feel... I would just like hit a hit a blunt and was like, "Whoa, I'm like way too high. I need to get out of here." Yeah. Sure. sure. I mean. If I was to hang out with any ASAP members like that, especially when you're 18, I would absolutely yeah. be pressured to hit the blunt. I would absolutely get way too high to be there, and I would, you know, run away as quickly yeah, the, as possible. I think where, where it peaked, this is like some some deep info on me. Where that, <laughs> where that, where, where the peak that that uh, whatever you know what that remix like that, that purple ca- wave caused it in my life was going to a uh drake show in jones beach and <laughs> like w- with with like rocky and all of them because like drake was gonna bring like rocky out to like do a song and so like to do like peso or whatever or like mm-hmm. um or like no pretty flaco is what it was <laughs> And like, so he was like about to bring him out and they were like starting to go out on stage and Rocky was like, come on, like, what are you doing? Like to me, I was like, what? And they like brought me out on stage with them. And I was just like jumping around with like just ASAP Mob and Drake on stage. And Drake, and I just remember like making eye contact with Drake on stage, you know, from like literally like five feet away. And he was just like, I could just see in his eyes. He was like, who the fuck is this person it's <laughs> like one fucking like weird white guy with asap I, w- I wasn't familiar with asap this white guy <laughs> yeah 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 exactly i haven't heard him on any of the remixes that's really funny actually that's a really good story. yeah i mean it w- i mean just uh I, I could only imagine the the energy and and rush of that must have felt you know right when drake is peaking Right when ASAP is peaking and to go out and jump around on stage with them. It yeah, it was literally like highlight. probably like right after. It was like right when like Take Care came out. Mm, I yeah. mean, Peace it was Drake. so, yeah, it was so like, I don't know. I always forget about that. It was like the weirdest fucking, probably the like strangest moment of my life have ever. You, have you been well, trying to block that out? 
No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know he, what he, I've been doing. He left that. He left that stage, and he thought it was going. He was going to the top, right? I, yeah. I, I guess fucking blast off now. Like, wow, I made eye contact. Right. <laughs> exactly. I just. I just. He started was, acting brand new after he made eye contact. Exactly. With yeah, you got you got a new phone number when you made eye contact. With <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What okay. a different time. What a different time. Yeah, it's all been all downhill since. Did you live? Did you ever live in New York? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lived in New York from well, so I, I went to school in New Orleans for two years from two thousand. Can, like, can, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you yeah. a question? I guess is, is New Orleans? <laughs> is There's going to be a lot of questions today, Jimmy. Sorry. I don't. I don't. <laughs> New Orleans might be the most overrated city in America. Am I wrong? He, well, he, he's a sober person, it? just to let you know. Then I then you're yeah. I, then <laughs> I, that makes sense that you would think that. I mean, it is just like the most like. At least when I was there, I was like an 18-year-old. I was just like, wow, this is like, not that I had experienced really life at all, but I was like, this is like the most like debaucherous place ever. Like it was just, I think for that, it was like dope to go to school there just because like, I'm not sure of the specific history, but basically when the U.S. changed the drinking age to 21, Louisiana like refused, and so there's <laughs> nah, like bro, we, I didn't we even know that. they had schools in in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but dude, it was just so like wild. I don't know. I mean, it was. I, I feel like you know, there's a lot of like really cool history there and stuff, obviously, and they like randomly have this like super sick World War II museum that's like yeah, I've been there actually. Yeah, like tight as fuck. But yeah, how, other than that, how I mean, sick can a World War II museum <laughs> get though, Jim? Dude, it's like it's like stepping into like a Ken Burns documentary yeah, for like uh, five hours. I didn't. It's know. Like, there is no corner cut. It's like unreal, <laughs> like how in wow, how in they went. Especially if you if you hit a backwards before stepping exactly. foot inside. Yeah. How long gone exclusive, Jimmy Stack history buff? I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Yeah, old, okay. Old yeah, I've history seen a couple looking Ken ass. Burns series. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. you were a burner boy. Dude, I, I really am. I fucking... <laughs> the one I watched during quarantine, or I, I don't know, I guess it still is. All right, top quarantine. five Kennys, dead or alive. Drop them. <laughs> Number one, I've only seen... I, think, I mean, honestly, I think I've only seen two. The Vietnam one. Oh, yeah. And off, then, off top, Vietnam, bitch. Okay. <laughs> but dude, then the one I watched, like in maybe june or something was just this like two-part one on the dust bowl which is like the most (laughs) fucking insane thing ever i'm like wait does no one how does no one know about like the dust bowl it's like i've been trying to block it out most of my life yeah that's that's my yeah the dust bowl personally for me has been a big pain in my ass (laughs) i didn't know you guys know anything about it it's like like i truly was like wait like what like well, what well, happened? You can you can drop some science on us because Dude, okay. uh, I know what it Pro- is, but I don't really know. Professor much. Professor Stack, bless yeah. us and the listeners. Yeah, okay, get ready. Basically, like <laughs> okay, so I think <laughs> it's like in the twenties about when. So there's all this like unsettled land out west, and the government, the deep state, mm, was. Trying to like incentivize people because you know every, at that time like most people were just on the East Coast it was like trying to incentivize people to go and like settle go west unsettled land. So like in a big area where they were doing that was the I, guess, I think it was called the Great Plains, which is like where Oklahoma, Colorado, New Mexico, and some other ass state intersect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yes. 
so like you could just get like land super cheap and people like went up so that yeah the government like incentivized people to do it and just like to whatever like till the shit out of the land mm-hmm. and like farm there um mm-hmm. but like little we're about to till the fuck out of this land boy <laughs> as long as you're yeah, not no, an like, indigenous native american this shit is all you baby <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> literally but so basically they like you know all these people went out there and i guess like what no one like really quite understood or no one cared to like divulge was this that all the the great plains area just like appear appeared super like fertile and like chill and shit because Mm -hmm. it was like a particularly like rainy stretch of time Mm -hmm. you know like up until then and then there's basically just like a you know an insane drought like it like like for for like 10 years where people would be like wow it rained for like five minutes this year like what a great year like it got (laughs) to like that point like literally the the land was so like they just like sowed or whatever tilled the shit out of the land like that in combination with it just being like as it turns out dry as fuck and then it was and, and like so then when all these like wind storms and shit like came through it was just like the sky was like black and stuff for mm-hmm. like you know i mean like literally like 10 years dude like people would <laughs> not, i'm not even how did that last that long dude it's it starting so to make long. covid look pretty chill is what you're saying exactly dude, and then like and then there were all these there was like crazy like uh then like the farmers out there would like kill all these like wolves and shit they were like attacking their livestock and then because they did that these like wild rabbit populations like exploded (laughs) and there were just like rabbits fucking everywhere then like something similar happened with like locusts it was literally like biblical level shit dude it's like it was like it's actually like unreal and i always like driving i'm from san francisco originally and i'm always like like drive up and throughout central California, there's always like these signs that are like Congress, like make America great. Like Congress created the dust bowl. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like Congress can't like create a natural disaster. <laughs> and then like watching that documentary, I was like, Oh my God, they like did. It's yeah, like, it's I, so insane. I don't know. I recommend it to like everyone. It's fucking nuts. Right. And like, I just had no idea. It's crazy. I think we probably, I mean, that was at that time where like nobody, there was just so much information that we did not know as a human race. Yeah. And we, we probably oh, learned exactly. like 1 billion lessons all in one take of the Dust Bowl of like, oh, you, you can't just plant shit in dirt forever and have it be okay. You can't just do this. You can't just do that. Or there's going to yeah. be, you can't just kill all of all of the wolves and and yeah. things are going to be chill. The rabbits are going to go ham. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cycle of life. But yeah. it's, I think what's so like interesting about it though is it's like a real. There's it's actually like a very you know like pinpointable and like explicit lesson in like this is what happens if you don't kind of like use and interact with the, the natural environment the right way mm-hmm. is it will literally like. Revolt. I mean, like, just destroy everything. And I'm Mother like, Nature why will get up in that ass. Dude, exactly. I'm like, why don't these, like, fucking, like, climate scientists and shit, like, point to that now? Because that's, I don't know. I'm just like, man, that show is nuts. I do not want to live in Oklahoma in 1923 or whatever. Jim, Jim is busting his third eye open. Yeah, well, thank God all I that like went it. down over there in the, in, in the flyover states and not in badass Orange County. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. In Silver Lake. <laughs> 
That could have been bad. It's yeah, the only all, the only right. dust bowl in L.A. is Chris's closet. You know what I'm saying? Vince, don't, <laughs> a little dusty no. ass fit. Don't talk about me like you know I'm living out of a suitcase, bro. Don't come for my fits. I can out, I can outdress both of you fools, and I don't even see Jim. I can't even see Jim from the neck down. No, Jim. Jim is a I'm, little. Smart I'm in active wear. Oh, are you wearing dry fit right now? <laughs> yep. Damn. Okay. From yesterday. Never, never mind. Are you from in, yesterday? You, What's our working? shower schedule, John? We doing we do two days, no, one I don't, days, I don't, zero. I don't have days. laundry in my apartment, so I'm like, okay, no one's gonna like in COVID times. Like, I'm not going to the gym. No one's gonna like smell me exercise, so I can like wear a what's, dry fit shirt for like two days. Go off. <laughs> what's the What's the gym e stack workout program, dude? Initially, like I was so I was like lifting weights and like doing yoga and like running and shit like five six days a week, and now I'm just like basically lifting weights and maybe like running one day a week. Sounds like somebody suffered from a little case of album mode. You know what I'm saying, Jason? <laughs> yep. <laughs> this man has a sure has a textbook <laughs> album mode syndrome. Uh, yeah, do you good. or somebody you know suffer from album <laughs> mode? <laughs> um, yeah, so that that is kind of interesting. So are you are you doing a clean or a dirty bulk right now, Jimmy? What's a dirty bulk? Uh, that's, that's where that's shitty. where that's, that's where you you uh, put your like you you bulk I would say up. It's hybrid. Oh, okay, <laughs> so it's how much? So that like for every time you go to Air One, you're also going to Arby's. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, it's more like for like per like three Air One meals. There's one Dave's Hot Chicken. Oh, okay, okay. You know? When okay when when Jimmy's eating that hot chicken, slurping down that Nashville style. How how hot are we going? Uh, m- medium tender hot sandwich. Medium tender hot sandwich. Damn, okay, so medium you, is medium is still pretty see, hot. The, the thing is, is like I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not. I like spice, but it's like one of the cases in which like the medium actually has on its own, like it is better flavor. Mm. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I always thing. I always prioritize the f- like if something is really hot and the flavor is really good, then it's great and worth it. But uh, you know, oftentimes yeah. the more milder choice just has a better flavor. It's true. I've never well, been to Dave's, but I'm I'm kind of getting really sick of the spicy fried chicken Nashville cartoon dude, clucker, so- burn you know Tennessee ring stinger bullshit going on in the food world. Just, dude, all their all the logos of all the places too are just like so fucking hilariously bad. I'm just like, yeah. who made this? Like, like I, I streetwear people, so funny. To streetwear it's very, people, yeah. yeah. Streetwear and hot no, chicken are even. synonymous. Are synonymous. Yeah, they actually are. They're synonymous. That's actually really true. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I actually cannot even believe how true that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, like getting in line there, I'm like, wow, I'm like the only person of like these 15 people not in like fake Supreme. I'm the only stuff. person who's not wearing fake Yeezys in this line Damn. right now. Jim, yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. Jim, I'm the only person wearing real Yeezys. Oh. Jim, no, Jim pulls up. Jim pulls up to hot chicken in the full hundreds fit. Right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. hungry, bro. He hungry. <laughs> you know, you know the Yeezys is real, boy. You know the Yeezys are real. Uh, well, wait. Did you hold on? Did you have all this exercise equipment pre-quarantine? You got weights at the crib? No, no. It's it's really there's this um, just like a, a trainer that oh. I've just been seeing like in his backyard. My bad. Nice. You know, I see my trainer in a park, so I know how it feels. I I, I like that yeah. program. I like that program. We're, 
Were you a gym guy previously? Oh my God, it's all I have. Um, yes, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, I um, I yeah, was, when you're I, sober, working yeah, out is really left, the only right? thing, yeah. the only yeah. real release that you have. You get to you get to smoke big <laughs> you get to smoke big doinks and play with a computer. You know what I mean? Some of us, all we have is the gym. Um, but yeah, I was going a lot. But this this I've really gotten used to the Cali lifestyle of outdoor exercise, um, and I, I it's going to be hard to go back if if I do. Yeah, but you winter is coming. Wait, were you coming, living bitches? in New York? I live in New York. Yeah, I live in New York, but okay. I've been here for a while, um, and I'm coming back like next year. So I just I don't know. I this this can continue, but I was very much like an Equinox, you know, Barry's boot camp, Dude, like for life, baby. <laughs> are you oh a, are you a Noxy too? Which location? Dude, yeah, and like I have to say, uh, DTLA. Oh uh, well, people, that's like people like oh, hate that's on That's a it. twisted location, Chief. It's just the closest to me. I'm not trying to drive like Ooh, 25 that was minutes a trick to question. Miracle I'm, Mile. I'm or trying whatever. to pinpoint your exact <laughs> yeah, address. Yeah. You yeah. fucked up. Damn, you fucked up. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay. Um, but you know, like I mean, people like hate on Equinox, and like maybe rightfully so. But I'm like. If, if you go, like, I would go, you know, like, five days a week, and I'm like, it is just incredible value. Yeah. Like, it's like, so expensive, Agreed. but, like, dude, the place is fucking immaculate, <laughs> you know? I agree. Like, I agree. it's, I just, like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, man, I, I, you know, I, well, one thing I noticed you will. is I've never, I've never been to a gym, or, I've, like, I've, I've, I've been a member of gym, like, 24-hour fitness, golds, all these mm. places over the years since I was, like, in high school or whatever. And I've never mm. been to a gym where I actually wanted to shower in yes, until exactly. I went to Equinox. And I was like, oh, this is like pretty damn it's, clean. The products are good. Like this is this is as good as showering in a hotel. And and that alone dude, is it's, it's, it's literally better than showering at my apartment. Yeah, <laughs> like, and for I'm a lot of people, it's better than showering at their apartment. I don't know about you guys, but there's hotter guys at that shower than the shower in my apartment. So that's the issue I have. Are you I are you think- are you hitting the sauna at Equinox or were you? Yeah, the yeah the steam room, the you schwitz. Hit, you hit that wet schwitz, don't you? Dude, like, and even just some days, like I remember just having uh, like a Saturday or something where I was just like kind of chilling, and then at like four or something, she's like, "Man, I'm gonna just like go to Equinox and just chill in the fucking steam room for like an hour." Yeah. And then wow. Shower. Wow. And I, I used to do that, that too. When I was hungover, <clears throat> I would go blast off in there, and then you know, <laughs> I would get that Keels lotion and pump it head to toe. You know, drop half a gallon on me, <laughs> go back <laughs> in, do another twenty minutes, chug a coconut wawa, and yeah, then you, you, you finally you come extra. out. You, you finally go out to your car in the parking lot, and you were feeling back to 100 percent i prefer yeah, not better i, I prefer not better. the west the west hollywood location for um it's older but it has more celebrities uh and it's more fun like who? who have you seen like garbage like only garbage like jesse metcalf like, like the singer low. of garbage who is that no i wish that's exactly <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like low-level desperate housewives character actors and like bravo liberties you know it's like the kind of yeah right it ain't if you're if you're really rich you ain't going to a public gym that's the mm. beauty of it right yeah. dude but you know i uh a dtla fucking you know like how long have i been a member there maybe two years i saw fucking chris rock that's Whoa. pretty crazy, actually. Like he must- trying to be like super low key with like a hat really low and on like a mm-hmm. like one of the seat like the like super low seated stationary bikes like in the corner. 
kind of like looking over his shoulder and shit. Chris Rock ain't fooling nobody. Yeah, that's fake <laughs> exercise, Chris Rock. I we used to. Had, that's what I was gonna say. I used to go to the Gold's Gym downtown, and almost every single day, I would see Crispin Glover there, and he would he would work the elliptical machine head to toe, Who's all that? black. He he's he's like a fucked up character actor. You've you've seen him in stuff before, but he Rel- any relation to Danny Glover? <laughs> Literally the exact opposite person to Danny Glover. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's he was in um, in Back to the Future. He played like the nerdy the nerdy guy who who was like get your damn hands off her Biff and then punches him in the parking lot. That was a popular movie Maybe from I the eighties. God, you don't, don't do know that. it. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. else you got, sweetie? Um, yeah, Loser. That's fine. So, so Jimmy, we were we were talking about food, mm. and you and I would always run into each other at the farmers market. Are you still? Yes, well, you're like, how's our culinary journey been going for you lately, dude? Initially, like I I was cooking so much, like my girlfriend and I were making all kinds of shit, and then I just got to a certain point. Well, I wasn't going to the farmer's market. Also, like the fucking Hollywood farmer's market, the line to get in is literally like 300 people. It's (laughs) insane. It's like Bergheim. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, we've been going to uh, every now and then the Santa Monica one on, like, Wednesday mornings, I think. Okay, that's that's the real Um, for the heads only. Well, it must be nice nice to have this musician schedule, you know, Wednesday morning, (laughs) me and my girls. (laughs) No, no, you got to go there at, like, 6 in the morning to try and beat Jessica from Squirrel over there if you want to get your hands (laughs) on a nice-looking piece. On some rotten jam. Uh, look 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 dude, the jam the jam starts out as very nice you know seasonal persimmons that are hand picked and then after that it does become moldy through user error but that's not to slight her we still support squirrel right. on this side baby we order squirrel via uber eats at least twice a week um i'll be drinking the, the mold is good for you Put a yeah, little hair it, on your chest, baby. Yeah, like hallucinate, probably. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's like smoking banana peels. I, you can kind of see some trails if you eat enough squirrel jam. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were, you guys were really cooking up a storm, but I'm, I, I'm having a feeling it's petered off. Yeah, I think it's because Dude, you I, got one bite of that clucking good Dave's hot fried chicken. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. It's just like getting sick of doing dishes fucking dishes like three for three meals a day that's what i, I don't know i just like are you I'm trying are to you think in, what the last thing i cooked was like you gotta you gotta a get on a, you have to get on a schedule to do a bay bay dishes switcheroo with your life partner kind of vibe otherwise you're just gonna lose oh, yeah. your shit well we have we have good roles where i'm like the uh like cleaner upper and she's the dish doer so i'm like you know whatever mm. wiping off like the counters putting everything away like drying shit you know mm. and so yeah it's taking good out to have the that trash way. you do have a dish because you know with carlton silver Lake, right? <laughs> <laughs> dude wait jason do you ever feel like because for me like doing dishes and you're taller than me is like excruciating oh, like yeah, bending much, over the fucking sink for like yeah, not man. 40 minutes but you know whatever even like 20 minutes i'm like you need to get one of those pads that people have you know to make it more comfortable to stand on yeah no but the, the, the standing like pad all that does <laughs> is make all that does is make you taller if you stand on that squishy pad yeah, so actually, so true. 
Yeah, it yeah. is kind of fucked up because sometimes I'll be doing the dishes and like you have the top of the sink and then you have the bottom of the sink and the bottom of yeah, the sink. That's how, sink, thanks, that's how sinks work. Thanks to gravity, yeah. the bottom of the sink is where all the dishes live. And I'm looking at this shit and I'm like, the bottom of the sink is, is basically in line with my kneecap. So like, <laughs> I am doing dishes at kneecap level and that, that can't be good. But, you know, no. just I learned from years of DJing that you have to operate. Oh, with, God. True. You have to use a wide leg stance or you have to really isolate your, your glutes and lower back and make sure that you're bending over with your with that little Thoya thing poking out with good form <laughs> and stability. Uh, with, like a weight, it, with like a weight lift or a mover's belt on. Yeah, you know, your lower yeah there's, a, there's lumbar support mover's belt. Exactly. Hot guys who move, college studs who move type of scenario going on. I have all my straps on. And then, you know, you bend that perfect form. Otherwise, you know, it's it, 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 it doesn't look good. Your life partner will look at you like, like some type of little common bottom twink but it is what it is you're gonna i mean if you're not cooking then the sugarfish bill is looking high <laughs> i don't even know i don't know what i've been i'm trying to think what i've been like eating most recently like i you know what i've been doing I, did you guys watch that uh fucking horrifying david attenborough documentary on netflix no uh, we don't watch you watch a lot of educational stuff. That's not really the kind of programming we're into here. At all. That's no, not really our, our beat. That, that well, was like the one that just, it was like my life type of. Yeah. 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 I, did, like, I saw it, but I didn't watch it. You basically like, I mean, you know, for a variety of reasons, like, I mean, essentially you're like, whoa, like humans are going to be extinct in like a hundred years. <laughs> and uh, so, and like a big, like, you know, part of whatever our impact on shit. And that's also the thing I get. I don't like understand too with like the whole, like, Oh, you know, like mother earth shit, like gotta be like good to her and stuff, which I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like for sure. But I don't think people like what, what I learned from the documentary, I was like, okay, aside from like keeping the like environment nice, like there literally will not be humans in like several generations. If mm -hmm. like, we don't like figure some shit out. And, but anyway, so I've just been eating ever since seeing that when he talks about like how, like, you know, how much meat we eat is actually like pretty unnatural. And we're like a lot of other like indigenous mm -hmm. tribes and stuff that are like still around, like just live off the land in a way more like sustainable way. So I've been eating less meat and stuff, but like the, the fucking thing I cannot get enough of is like another trend is these like, uh, you know, like impossible or beyond burger joints. Oh no, a, dude! You're not I'm, pulling you up to Monty's, are you? Are you a Monty's pray girl? For, pray for Jim. No, pray I converted Jim. from Monty's to Honeybee. Oh, uh, okay. I've never what been to Honey Monty's, Bee? but I don't want to go there. What's Honeybee? Where is it? It's uh, on Rowena and another street. <laughs> <laughs> I just find so like Silver Lake. Beyond burgers yeah. are Beyond burgers are disgusting. Impossible is passable, and I've been a vegetarian my whole life. Like most of my oh, life. really? I just it's it's too much. It's just too. I'd rather have a classic Boca on Jason's grill, dude. Mm. Oh God, Boca! That is true. You know what? The veggie burger has gotten lost in all this, and the it's veggie burger much. is yeah. really good. 
it's too much. Yeah, I, don't I, don't forget about the the forefathers. That's so true. The architects yeah. of this game. The bitch. humble, the humble yeah, don't, frozen. Don't forget burger. about the gnaws of veggie burgers. Exactly. You shoot. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about the bokeh. It is really true though. Like, because I, I used to eat like way more meat and stuff like that. But even then, you know, just sometimes you're like, damn, I could go for a fucking veggie burger. Hell yeah. Right, look, I'm, I'm really, I mean, we went to Burger Lords a couple weeks ago and that shit really hit for me. Um, oh, I've never been there actually. Wait, that, what kind of mat patty do they use? It's their own. That's they, why. they have a proprietary oh, blend made out of like leeks and bulgur and quinoa and shit. So it's all like natural. Mm. That's where I found and and the the Houston's chain of restaurants that we've talked about many times on this podcast. They also do oh. a homemade veggie burger that's really good. And it's just dude. I, Wait, is I, there a Houston's here? Pasadena. Well, it's called Hillstone now. No, no, no! Um, it's still called Houston's. It's oh, in Pasadena. isn't that Justin Bieber's church? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's Hill Song, but they're both places oh. of worship for me. Um, <laughs> depending on how much you like the veggie burger, but yeah, I, I just prefer a homemade patty of natural materials than this like lab engineer. We want to make right. it look like meat. It needs to bleed. Like I don't need. Yeah, no, that's kind of disgusting. I, I I agree. I just like for whatever reason. I guess like literally just from this documentary, I've like embraced the like notion just that uh, in one form or another the like lab kind of shit like maybe on a big scale like the future it's crazy yeah. honestly i've started like i read this um well this isn't vegetarian but like what you know like people now i've been like researching like growing meat like literally you mm -hmm. know and i was reading this article yeah. but it's just not like viable My yet on like a big right all this <laughs> no jason this food talk <laughs> like this, this, there's this there's this like woman in Singapore, this scientist who has this company who like their whole like thing is growing from like just one shrimp cell, just growing basically like ground shrimp meat, and it's like so. I'm like, oh my god! Like, is this? I'm it's sorry, like the future, that, dude. If that can't make if that can't make a twenty eight dollars shrimp cocktail, I'm not interested. <laughs> but thank dude. you for that contribution no they actually talk about that and one thing too she was like yeah it's i mean it's been like really successful like the main and they're like and they like show this they're um like a some like a shrimp like shumai like dumpling you know mm -hmm. platter they had made with it and she was like the only thing you know now we're really trying to work out is like trying to make it cost effective because right now each one of these shumai is three hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> damn okay mr chow prices yeah, that really puts it. That really puts it into perspective, man. We we are a long way off. You're like the shumai was pretty good, but I don't. It's uh, it was not worth the three hundred dollar price tag <laughs> yeah. per dumpling. Yeah, spend like yeah, three I mean, grand I, I on lunch. I, I think that that is definitely the future, and I think that using animals for food the way we're doing is definitely not sustainable. You know, I compare it to like the Christmas tree. I don't. I I, I think it's going to be. You know, in ten years, it's going to be. In poor taste to have a real Christmas tree because our wait really, I think so. Is that a thing? I disagree with. TJ I don't even know about that. What like farming Christmas? Well, trees? I mean, just just like as our environmental, holistic, yeah. sustainable desire. You know, as Mad Happy clothing unfortunately grows bigger and bigger, <laughs> there more and more people are going to be caring about the environment and tree planting and you know CO two yeah. emissions and all that shit. And if we're still cutting down millions of of healthy natural trees that are helping our world stay 
alive and healthy. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Then think about that. But also, you know, the same argument can be made with cars of like it actually takes more energy to build a Tesla battery than to power 20 cars right. or like all the plastics right. and synthetic materials to make my fake Christmas tree are going to do as much damage, <laughs> if not worse than... But, you know, I'm able to use a fake Christmas tree for 10 or 20 years versus yeah, it's chopping reusable. down trees. Wow, this is really interesting stuff, guys. Um, oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> it's only the future of our life, Earth, and hum- humanity. Yeah, no, but I'm gonna hate be, Mother Nature. I'm going to be dead, bro. Who cares? Fuck it. Man. Well, you know, like, I've, ta- I've talked about that before, like of you saying like in, you know, in the next 100 years, like humans will literally be extinct for whatever number of reasons. And I agree with that and I've always wanted to be alive when all humans finally get wiped out just so I could say I was do there. You wa- do you want to yes. DJ? I don't want to have like a t-shirt or something. I, w- I mean, I would like to DJ as as the world burns. One last sick what would, set. What would, yeah, what is your, ba- you and Jimmy stack back-to-back end of the world set. What what could we what <laughs> yeah. could we expect from you guys? You know, just Rihanna featuring just- Calvin Harris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, a whole lot of that. <laughs> Uh, Sex in the City theme song. All the Jason, absolutely. All, all the Jason classics. Entourage like theme song. <laughs> it's all just theme songs from the greatest TV shows. That just were all HBO only. Yeah, HBO yeah, yeah. only. Boom, boom, we're boom. Premium, yeah, and uh, the final table. song as 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 the last top of Mount Everest sinks into the ocean, which is now turned into lava. The Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song kicks on. Of like, oh, yeah. isn't this just my luck? Yeah, that's great. Yep. Actually, that's a good plan, Jason. Damn, you should look into music supervision, Jason. I've I've tried to get into those circles. Uh, Scott has not let me in yet. Broke mogul. <laughs> I you know I see you. Just let me get one Showtime show. It doesn't even have to be HBO. Come on, bro. At, at broke mogul. There's too many TV shows now to not give TJ one. Like how big of a deal? Is <laughs> well, I've like, been watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've been peacock. watching TV yeah. shows. Like I I feel like it's like. I'm old enough now to where even bad Netflix like rom-com have like pretty good music supervision in them now, and it's making yeah, me you, bummed out. Yeah, what did out. you say? What did you say that Dash and Lily, that holiday TV show? What song did you hear in it? There was, I mean, it, it was like a Christmas rom-com for teens, produced by the Jonas, uh, Jonas brother. Uh, it, it, it's bad for sure, but it had like cat power b-sides and like interesting thoughtful music <laughs> in it. and you're like damn like wow. some fucking dumbass dork just made this happen and, and if i, I was a music if i was a music supervisor cat power would be rich mm-hmm. yeah 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 <laughs> only you, cat power i mean cat power Every he's been trying to fuck cat power for years though you have to say cat power no no it's a respect thing it's not even sexual it's it's talent based i would hit though <laughs> I mean, what do you guys? What do you guys think the true like future of TV is? Do you actually think cable will go extinct? No, yes. I say that as a subscri- as a subscriber. I've had cable the entire time I've been an adult, and I pay for it. You know, every month. Yeah, he works hard know. for his for his TBS characters. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> characters. Welcome, looking boy. No, well, we talked about this the, on on the last episode. Of the yeah, podcast. we did. It's just me and Jason, but yeah. it's basically like at a certain point, there's going to be so many streaming services, then they'll eventually be bundled. So we're reverse engineering having cable, basically. Yeah, there's there's an explosion, and then, and then they'll just like put in ads like already on Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's an like, it's an explosion and then an cable. implosion. Yeah. It all goes back. There'll be enough streaming platforms and sites 
to to create yeah. all these options and then they're going to bundle them together as one package because that'll save money for everyone and then boom right. now, now i have spectrum head ass cable yet yet once again that's like the, do you see that thing like a few years ago I, actually i don't know if it was like real or not but it was like introduced like at, like soon after like uber pool it was like like uber like pool plus where like oh yeah you know it's like a, it's like you know a way more people per thing and like there's just like stops in your neighborhood <laughs> and someone was like you mean a bus <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the, like fucking same. public transportation exactly that's what i mean that's what we're talking about because that's what's happening it's a bus the- but you're like cousin's sister is the driver now and they have a kia soul <laughs> instead of a big ass yeah. bus. There's some gum if you want it. Yeah, I mean, if the uh, yeah, if the yeah. bus if the bus had an ox ox cord, I'd be taking it a lot more. But that, are you a big are you a big are, how much how many premium subscriptions do you have, Jim? You mean how many does my mom have? <laughs> <laughs> are you still no, using honestly, Mama Cable? For cable, I absolutely use her Xfinity subscription to watch like whatever tnt because you're a big hoop to watch to, to watch snowpiercer on tnt <laughs> live i like the commercials uh, <laughs> no i'm trying to think um but you're a, you're an nba head right yeah no so nba league pass for sure and then like how much whatever. is the ticket how many how many how many fucking sinks do we have to get to pay for that nba league pass dude it's so it's like 30 bucks a month and it doesn't even include nba tv whatever that is you know it's like <laughs> oh and this is like one more thing you it's like it's such a fucking racket um i don't honestly i think i only have like Netflix Prime. I honestly stopped using Hulu like purely in protest of you paying to have ads now, which is insane to me. Yeah. Well, you're um, going to re you're going to rejoin um thanks to the new uh Takashi 69 documentary, I'm sure. You need to see that. <laughs> yeah, so. I may. Take Go ahead. That, that ad on Academics Instagram. <laughs> 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 go ahead, go ahead, and do that twelve ninety nine net uh, uh, PayPal transfer. Yeah. I don't want you to miss that. Damn, <laughs> I don't even know what else do. Yeah, Jason likes Hulu. What, Jason, have. does Hulu have classic television shows? Yeah, I'd, uh, you could watch a little fucking Frasier on that hoe. I mean, I usually just have it for SNL. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm not like dying to see what's going to happen on the new Brooklyn no, Nine you know or I- something, or like. NCS what I'm, what, Denver. What I'm the, the thing I'm like most uh, upset about with Hulu, which is just nuts to me. Like one of my favorite shows of all time, if maybe not my favorite show, is King of the Hill, and mm. somehow Hulu has it absolutely exclusively. Like you can't even buy it on like really? Prime, iTunes, like anything. It's so, so infuriating. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I would drop like a hundred bucks on like all of King of the Hill Damn. on pray iTunes for, just to like again, not watch it with ads. Once again, pray for Jim. This is well, not good Jim. Uh, we, we have a lot of people on the in the biz behind the scenes in the entertainment world. So hopefully, if somebody's out there, let's get King of the Hill. Like if King of the Hill went to Netflix, yeah, Mike Judge, if you're listening, that would be a big look, old nut. I, I, Honestly, uh, the listenership is growing fast like a wildfire, and I think that mm-hmm. it's possible that Mike Judge says listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit him <laughs> with a little dang it, Bobby, and then <laughs> yeah. we're going to get it. Going. So, so King of the Hill, that's number one for you, huh? That's shocking. What do we, what do we love about think, uh, What do we love about King of the Hill so much? I think the fact that it's like 
a sitcom that's animated like i because i just never i would always like try and watch it as a kid like oh like a cartoon and it was like this isn't funny <laughs> you know it's like not or it's like not goofy and then it's not a cartoon cartoon I, no, I think, you know what, it, I love, I mean, it, there's a variety of things, but I, to me, what I think it, like, captures best, and I just think is, like, one of the best, like, characters ever is Bobby Hill, voiced by Pamela Adlon, mm. who just, like, bodies it, like, it's it's <laughs> so good, her voice, but then... She, she like, bodied that Bobby, is what you're saying. Yeah, and then, but, like, also, he's just, so, I don't know, maybe I just, like, relate to him, like, having been an overweight 12-year-old... <laughs> Damn, oh, like, like an athletic twelve-year-old. We can all <laughs> relate. We can all relate in this chat. Yeah, we were we were all thicky stack when we were twelve. Absolutely. Well, then you, you guys got to watch that, and just like how he's like so impressionable, and I don't even know. There's what was, some, it what just was really the older sister's name? Oh, the, well, that's their co- his cousin that lives with them, Luann. Yeah, Luann. <laughs> Luann was a little baddie, though, as well, right? Dude, so bad. Voiced by Brittany, Brittany Murphy. Luann, Luann reminds me of like a married with children yeah, she, kind of character. She, she's, the, she's a watercolor Christina Applegate in Married with Children. Absolutely. Yeah, that, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. She, was, she was a little animated baddie. And, and nowadays, I guess back then, Wanting to fuck a cartoon was really kind of an odd <laughs> sensation to experience. Now, now nowadays now it's I weird. <gasps> it's weird if you don't want to fuck cartoons, and nowadays you can fuck cartoons. I guess if you have That's like true. a cool enough PC, if you have a Hulu subscription, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah. If you got the <laughs> alien yeah, exactly, there, and you don't you mind the, the ads, if you got the <laughs> <laughs> fellas, you know when you be hitting a cartoon, when you be hitting Luann, <laughs> and the and the motherfucking progressive lady shows up. Flow, flow shows up, fucks up, Man. fucks the whole the whole nut up. Man, I fucked the whole game up. Progressive guy, come in, come in. We are farmers, <laughs> <laughs> or like the Chris Paul State Farm ones. Oh. Damn, there's so many insurance ones. Or what's the That's other they one? Got um, they got money. What's the one? Well, I can't. Why I can't think of the name? All their songs get stuck in my head. Like they really work. Oh, liberty, 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 liberty. That one. That is that. Every time I hear that, it grinds the fuck out of my gears. I'm, I'm like, that that is the worst jingle of all time. But but no, guys, it's not. They're saying one word over and over. That's how genius it is. There's not not even like a sentence. It's one word, dude. I know, I know, but I don't. I mean, liberty. Like, I guess they're an insurance company. I don't even know. It doesn't matter if you know. You know the name. That's but but for me, like I I have Geico car insurance, and I don't. Damn, like, I didn't. Know, I, I thought we were making more money than that, Jason. I didn't know you were broke. Geico is not broke, boy. Insurance, bitch. <laughs> nah, I think it, bro. We're only we're State Farm on this side. Yeah, I'm State Farm too, dude. Hey, and my renter's insurance. Damn, do you guys have Jason, renter's insurance? No you rent. Oh, maybe I really? do actually. I think I do. Renters insurance don't, don't. is a is a is a very affordable value that everyone should should absolutely yeah. Do. Damn, it's like ten bucks a month for like two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> in damages. It's like like the deal is like too good. Yeah, Jim, my guys are doing some Jim insurance stri- fraud over here. You're striking me as very mature, and I like that because most yeah, you're a responsible, responsible head ass guy. I like it. My man can my man can cook. <laughs> he can jerk off in cartoons. <laughs> he can. I mean, it's crazy. The the, the self contained, the rain, <laughs> self reliant. Jimmy, um, who do you who do you got in tonight's versus battle? 
uh, Gucci Man versus Jeezy. What do you think? What do you think the tail of the tape is going to look like? Is that a real thing? Yeah. yeah do, your, do your best Charles Barkley impression. I thought you were in the biz, bro. Yeah, come on. Okay, so versus I mean, battle. Probably that's, Gucci. That's where that's where two singers battle it out on Instagram Live. I know you've heard of it before, right? Oh, really? What you haven't? Heard I mean, of it? I guess. Damn, I don't know, dude. Honestly, Instagram. Like every time, I'll, I'll have days where I'm like, "Wow, I just like feel good today." Like, what's different today? <laughs> oh, I haven't looked at Instagram once. Mm. Like, literally, it's just like I don't. <laughs> for me, it's like the worst thing for it my be, mental it health. Nice, ever. It must be nice to have a full social media team to handle that for you. But unfortunately, <laughs> we don't. We don't. No, we don't. believe me, it's just me. <laughs> but dude, my my like my like looking at Instagram like fucking god help me if anyone sees my explore page it's like so it's like uh-huh. disgusting just it like indulgent it can't be worse than jason's <laughs> which is all like really gross like food like like cheesy like rib <laughs> fry like, which i just like cannot help but watch for some reason you've been spending that, too much line like some time in, in ingrown toenail removal <laughs> like it's just like the most disgusting stuff ever wow mine is just tennis and asian chicks and all and yeah. uh, weird looking bicycles and then graffiti that's pretty good mine is like influ- influencer chicks tennis and, and streetwear yeah, Wait, have I, you guys I, got into into tennis, or were you into tennis prior? Well, to both. SARS CoV two. We've got <laughs> we've gotten deeper. We've gotten deeper into tennis thanks yeah, to uh, thanks the to the novel coronavirus. Our tennis game <laughs> has novel. improved. Capital T, capital N. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my favorite term for it. Like the novel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that came from, and why we all agreed to adopt it and not say anything about it at all. But yeah, everyone was like, "The novel current." Like, when did we start? Like, I know that calling something novel means it's like new and and different. Yeah. But like, I've never heard heard that describing like well, a, a, a disease that kills thousands of people. It's also it's not new anymore. It's been almost a full year. This shit ain't novel. Yeah, yeah I mean, they didn't it. say the novel HIV virus when it came out, did they? No, they definitely didn't. No, definitely. Or like or like Jimmy Jimmy Stack out al- novel album. His novel album. <laughs> novel album out now. Mm. What's uh what I mean, it really up? is a book on tape. It's a it's a movie in an album form, isn't it? I understand. Yeah, yeah what's what's up with the yeah, since we've talked for a full hour about nothing, I guess you should talk about your record for the last <laughs> two minutes if you want to. Yeah, what's Bonnie Vera like? Yeah, what's the vibe with Bonnie Vera? Because I'm a big fan, but he seems like a real freak. <laughs> no, he's not. He's so chill. He's like, I don't know, just like truly someone where you're like, wow, if everybody was like as nice and like decent to people as you in music and not like a clout chasing piece of shit everything <laughs> like the world would be a better place did you go to did you go to the compound have you been to the compound in wisconsin yeah yeah mm, okay fire. so walk us through the compound walk us I'm through trying, the whips i'm trying it's yeah just what's like the, the body bear whip game walk us like through all the john deere tractors <laughs> that he must have on site dude there, it's i mean it's like sick i think he just like redid it actually but it's like just a dope ass like huge house out in rural wisconsin there's like several studios in it a fucking basketball court like a a pond fucking Mm. like motorcycles there's like a farm to table chef it's just sick it's like 
And then, and then, like a garbage bag full of mushrooms, <laughs> in, in infinite beers, infinite he, weed. Damn, this sounds like TJ's playground. If you ask do me, do you think he's interested in Maybe. producing a podcast? I think there's a lot he could do. You know, with with us. I, I mean, he could. could. I, yeah, I don't know. Would he? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll, no, I'll yeah, eat he's, a he's whole eighth if he him. if he needs me to. <laughs> that sounds but how long do you, or do you sleep there is it like a it's like a that kind yeah, of studio? yeah dude it, it's like like a fucking like eight bedroom place i mean there's like it could like sleep like 20 people probably damn so you and so Kanye i could have, have my have bachelor the party beds. there that's sick <laughs> yeah that's cool what kind yeah, of yeah do, does he, open it, for bookings is it le labo or aesop in the bathroom I think it's Aesop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a how long? That's a how long gone exclusive. Once again, Bear got Aesop in the studio. You heard it here first. So Jimmy, Jimmy, <gasps> we do out. another podcast called How Long Gone Radio, where we play music through Spotify. And our first episode featured one of your songs. Did you know that? My guys, no. So, so but I'm glad you know, I do. If the royalty check looks a little different this month, you know why? It's a couple more cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I really like the the song with Casey Hill. It has a nice bump. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Spotify. Are you saying Spotify could do better at paying their artists? Is that a thing? I didn't know that. <laughs> I never heard that either. Jason. It's a novel. <laughs> <laughs> were you Were you supposed to be on tour? Um. I mean, like, yeah, and honestly, I am, you know, just between the three of us and the tens of thousands of people listening, <laughs> I'm so relieved that I'm not. Oh. Like, so relieved. Do you, have a, do you have a bad case of stage fright? Or? But don't tell anyone that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, dude, just honestly, like, it's just way chiller, like, waking up at home and, like, you know, mm. whatever, exercising, whatever the fuck, going to the studio, not eating at Starbucks in an airport every morning. So, so you, <laughs> you know? you've developed a, a, a really nice little routine that works for you and you would like to avoid disrupting that. Yeah, no, honestly, it's not even the routine and like live, like playing like live is definitely fun as fuck, but it's so like tiring. I mean, and I haven't even like scratched the surface, but it's one of those things where, you just kind of realize like, damn, like, you know, some of these like bigger artists who even, even if it is like, you know, Taylor Swift, like probably flying everywhere in a like private jet, you're like, mm-hmm. damn, like it's still tired doing that shit. Like, every, I mean, it's just fucking exhausting, dude. It's like being, I mean, not, not for me, obviously, but like for like bigger people, you're like, damn, it's like literally like if the NBA season was year round, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and you're like, we got to show up at 3 for the, the visual lighting yeah. check, and then we have in-ear monitor check at 4.15, then we have dinner, then pr- boom, boom, boom. It's like, it never yeah, ends. And like, that's why, no, that's why no, you just There's DJ. no timeouts during your set, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no timeouts. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it was, it was very amazing just traveling around and DJing, and all you have to do is yeah. go to dinner, get drunk with shitty promoter guys, and then yep. show up with your, your Sennheisers and a USB stick, and then... Yep. You know, play uh, funny music for an hour and a half. That's that's as good as it gets. <laughs> funny music. <laughs> must be No, must it be. is really true. It's kind of like a, sh- a shame that that the whole like DJ bubble like seems to have burst. I mean, what a just like crazy I know. Like, you know, when like when nightclubs were just like super popping and stuff too. You know, cuz now it's like or my impression of it is at least like if you're a big 
electronic act or whatever like you're you're now like nightclubs just like aren't like cracking anymore like you're you have to like you know actually play like a venue and shit and like i'm just like you have to play like reflecting on it you're like yeah yeah well i I think dj's (laughs) had it too good for too long unfortunately yeah because jason coming jason coming for his own people i hate to see this i mean it it was it was it was a great little situation that got ruined by dorks just like every cool creative thing in the world just like just like just like fucking clubhouse and instagram and raya and every other cool thing that was cool at one point tumblr you name it myspace eventually enough dorks will take over it and it's done jason's gonna get us cut off from the edm community we haven't had marshmallow on the podcast yet so a little this is like a little let's let's walk it back a little bit in post yeah let's let's walk it out a little bit back i'll I'll have aoki squash it don't worry yeah talk to call steve (laughs) let him know you fucked up i'll tell 303 to squash it (laughs) we're back on the forums All right, Jimmy, thank you so much for potting with us. It's been a real treat. Dude, thank you for having me. It's fun. It's probably the highlight of my day. Good. Thank God. And and Jim, the album uh, Ephemera is in stores now. All records sure is streaming everywhere. Do you want people to buy that shit on Bandcamp or something, or what do you what do you suggest? Whatever you want, just listen to it. And also, you had you had cool you had cool merchandise. I liked all the merch you did, and I also liked that you were selling your merchandise on on eBay. Is that what you're doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we had to move it to Shopify. Mm. It's like literally. I think base. It's like I think it whatever like ebay like flagged account the account is like suspicious when like a brand new account all of a sudden like did like a ton of business in like a oh, wow. 36 big hour flex, period big flex, big flex. <laughs> no it did dude like i'm shocked i'm like wow why would anybody want to buy like my who shirt designed, that i wear designed, every day who designed the merch uh my friend this guy sammy perulak Sammy crushed it, but yeah, but unfortunately, you have cool to go to Shopify now. It's cool that you're using eBay as your retail cool. direct to consumer platform, dude. Same, although I guess like now it's nice not you, I don't have to pay any like fees mm-hmm. anymore. Sure, I don't even true. know what it was, but one of my friends that I was, I was trying to like, I was like, this that's just like not doable. He was like, we gotta, you gotta figure out how to do it on sell it on Craigslist. Hell yes, I was like, oh my god, how is that? I, how Mar- do you even Martin, do that? You gotta do hand to hand, you gotta meet him at Starbucks every time somebody wants to buy <laughs> a Nalgene bottle. Martine Rose, Martine Rose did that with the, her Nike. Oh, course. really? Yeah, like I don't know how long it worked for, but she did it for sure in in London, I believe. And no one got like abducted or anything. I'm sure. I'm sure they <laughs> they did it like for you know for it was more performative than she got abducted, right. but it was worth it for the press. Yeah. All right, I mean, Jimmy. Thank you so much for doing this. Make sure you go stream right, thanks, his great fellas. album. Follow him on social media, and we'll see you guys next yep. time. Yeah, what Jason Later. said. Thanks. All right, later, y'all. Bye. See ya.